Clinton over Bernie Sanders, which I don't think was probably the best kept secret in Washington. Um, <clears throat> the fact of the hack and the concept that the Russians may be inserting themselves into an American election is far more newsworthy than what we've seen out of these emails. Any doubt that the Russians did this? I don't think there's any doubt that the Russians are behind it, given the publicly revealed information and the reporting that we see that most U.S. intelligence believes it is, uh, with a high degree of confidence, the, the Russians are behind it. I think the, the big question still is, was this primarily directed at espionage? So we know, as David said, that the Russians for a long time have been interested in U.S. government agency uh, servers and networks. And we know the Chinese have been long interested. We think the Chinese were behind the hack of the McCain and the Obama uh, campaigns in, in 2008. Um, so was it primarily espionage, or did they, in fact, um, intend to insert themselves into the election, or did they make that decision after they were uh, caught? Did they decide to dump the documents and make the best of a bad situation? Have we seen the tip of the iceberg, or should we expect there's much more? Oh, no, I, th I think I would expect that there's much more. I mean, I think the, the interesting point here is that, that this appears to be much more than an espionage operation, but something like an information warfare operation. On some level, that shouldn't surprise us. The Russians have been running these kinds of operations in Europe for a couple of years. They, they have done it in Ukraine. They've done it in Eastern Europe. Um, they hacked a television station in Paris and claimed to be, they were, claimed to be the Islamic State. Where, where they seem to have changed tactics here, or up the game, so to speak, is they've decided to, to intervene in, the, in a very contentious election in the US. And I think there's no doubt that they have a lot of information with which to do that. They, the, the, so far, the, the attacks that have come out, the victims that have come out, are part of a small subset of a much larger set of, of, of people who were at least targeted. The Dell Secure Works, a security firm, said that they uh, tracked almost 4,000 uh, spear phishing emails from uh, the, the GRE uh, uh, intelligence unit, and they crossed a, a whole bunch of categories. There are lawyers, there are lobbyists, there are foundations. They basically go into every corner of the Washington power structure. They include uh, NATO officers, they include military stuff, they include defense contractors. A lot of those are personal emails, so it combines very gossipy stuff or personal stuff with, uh, with things that they managed to get uh, that people just talk about on a personal email. So my guess is that there is a lot of stuff out there, and the question is two things. One, do they, uh, how much have they already given to WikiLeaks or to other people to, to release? Uh, do they plan to do this all the way up to the election? And is there any response the U.S. could make that might curtail this or, or change the calculus the Russians are making? Raj, that's your question. Well, I, I'm sure senior officials right now are debating that exact question, and the complexity involves a host of factors. First, of course, publicly attributing something uh, to a nation state is far different than privately doing so. And we saw the U.S. government made significant strides when the Sony hack was attributed to the government of North Korea. And I think officials now are seeing more and more the public benefit and need, frankly, for attribution to hold hostile actors accountable. So how do we do that? What do we hold? How do we hold North Korea accountable? How might we hold Russia accountable? Well, there's a range of tools at the government's disposal, everything from diplomatic action. We've seen diplomatic approachments with the Chinese, for example, in the wake of a number of Chinese hacking activities, to criminal indictments, as we saw with several PLA actors, to economic sanctions, as we saw in the case of North Korea. 
So there's a host of options, all of which have various advantages and disadvantages in terms of both actual practical impact and public messaging to the adversary. Um, the question often comes up with respect to Hillary Clinton's ser uh, server. Do we assume that if, in fact, the people who did these other hackings wanted to hack Hillary Clinton's server, they could? Or was her server so secure it would have been much more difficult to penetrate? David? Well, it's a question we've been asking a lot about. Yeah. And uh, what we've heard from the FBI director uh, so far is he said that there was no direct evidence uh, that anybody had gotten inside Hillary Clinton's server. But then he went on to say that uh, the actors, state-run state actors, are usually so good that they might not leave any evidence. Now, that raises the obvious question, if they're so good, why was it so easy in the case of the DNC hack?